Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So now this is recording. We are live. Uh, go time. Woohoo! <laughs> What's up, lad? How are you? I am amazing. It's Sunday night. Uh, it's Valentine's Day, and I am on a date with. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day doing a product podcast like okay very dedicated to your profession exactly exactly i at least have the saving grace that it's the beginning of the day right so like i'm not into the weekday vibe yet so maya is not going to kill me uh, that i'm working but like what's your excuse have you been too busy with product uh my excuse is that uh, one my significant other is uh still on the 13th of february because he's in the us <laughs> in australia so that's one and second is that i am generally a early riser and an early person so if i want to do valentines it's going to be more likely a brunch and a lunch situation than a dinner situation uh okay. it's almost like even though it's like 7:30 here 7:30 pm in sydney right now on a sunday evening it's almost like um sleep like, time for me i'm i'm winding down and preparing for like sundays i usually try not to talk to anyone uh because mondays onwards i have to talk to so many people that i have to save that energy so sunday is like quiet days for me so i feel very privileged this you're an exception yeah thank you <laughs> yeah you <laughs> okay, okay so so let's let's focus this one on more productive stuff right like uh what's up where are you what are you doing Uh I am at uh I I work in Google. Uh I I work on um Chrome OS which is an operating system for large devices like laptops and tablets. I work on the software side of things, so I kind of basically make sure that you get a very simple nice awesome experience whenever you open a open your device. That's the kind of stuff I work on. Um anything specific you want to Yeah, um, no. <laughs> Maybe like um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, like maybe the hardware and software interface, right? Like, ah, uh, because I've never worked close to a hardware uh, thingy. So, how much do you have to know about actual specific hardware? What's your interaction with like with the hardware side of things, and how much do you have to know about like microprocessors and all of that? Uh. that that is actually a good question uh, even though i do work on hardware stuff um having a basic understanding of uh, how a device works and um, what are the basic components of it helps i am not a hardware pm but i'm sure even hardware pms don't go super deep into this however you need to be um like i guess you don't need to know like threading and semaphores and stuff to be able to uh, be a product manager on chrome os i guess what you do need to know is upcoming technology what is the strategy that your competitors are going for so like for for example one thing would be uh, do you want to build source that is like open source code versus um, stuff that's built uh, behind the doors like apple would be something that's super um the the code is not out there whereas, whereas chromium's code uh, is out there in the open so uh, having understanding these nuances for example i can the day i will build a product or a feature in secrecy in this team without it leaking to the press <laughs> would be an amazing thing because you'll have to like really like all my projects secret or not are like out in the open months before you know they actually go to the open <laughs> consumers so that's that's something that you have to like deal with 
but um other than that it's like, that's the side of like open source versus not open source those are the kinds of things you'll have to that's the manifestation of your technology choices on your actual product role so yeah but not much you don't need to like really go very 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 deep into it, it it's really more of a passion thing some so folks I, like i i know product managers who like go super deep into technologies and i know product managers who don't so i am reading this as like you're working on secret google projects right now <laughs> i know we're not going to talk about this one but uh, okay there's another point that you brought about right uh, which is kind of like uh, <laughs> okay i see the shock and awe in your face but moving on <laughs> I mean, secret—they're not secret anymore. Like, my project literally got revealed last week, oh, okay. and it was like <laughs> in a shell and all that. But now there's a there's an article about it that Google's doing. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, nice. <laughs> but, but like, there's another interesting point that you brought about, which was like, you don't need to know semaphores and mutexes and all of that. But that's like super deep into uh, like electronic engineering. But how like one question that i i get asked a lot is how much does my computer science degree help me in product management and for me at least like zero right like i feel like my economics degree helps me a lot more as a product manager than my computer science degree do you feel the same uh hmm, interesting so i i don't feel like my even you said same right <laughs> i don't feel like my economics degree actually helps me a lot because i did not <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so microeconomics at max or uh, micro decision making stuff but yeah like pretty far away i i do feel those functions helped because functions of microeconomics where you have like inputs and you create a beautiful function around it have a prioritization that comes out of it or something like that those things work uh, and those things help but um i believe that uh what i learned really out of my computer science degree and i i think that goes to, holds true for a lot of engineers right now is the ability to continuously learn about new technology stacks and that's what's actually helped for example when we were coding we were like i mean i started coding when i was like a kid first thing that i must have coded in would have been gw basic or logo uh where you know point and goes and move yeah, i was like in the house out of it and i was like <laughs> RT90, LT90, and whatever, something yeah. like that. Uh, that was the first coding thing. But obviously, after that, you had Java, C++. I was I when I came into into the market when I joined Housing, I was doing web technology and PWAs, which was um, uh, cool and sexy at that time. Android was just becoming popular. Swift for iOS, and those kind of things were happening. And suddenly, bam, machine learning. <laughs> That's the new technology. <laughs> going around and that's like if you know that you got to earn money and stuff so i think i had flipkart one of my roles was uh learning um was a search semantics which is basically intent understanding and query understanding in the flipkart search bar which uh which again was a steep learning curve for me so i think I, just like engineers have evolved and you know kept themselves you know they keep themselves uh, updated with whatever's happening and you have to apply your principles of logic and problem solving into something i think similarly i had to follow up on the product side of those things so it's 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 light but uh, i do feel that um, having that mindset itself of a computer science graduate has helped me progress uh, uh, in the right direction at, at a lot of junctures 
Like, are we so worried that Android was up and coming when we started becoming product managers? <laughs> oh, that's how fast it moved. Honestly, like if you yeah. ask someone that twenty before twenty ten, what were they coding on? Versus, I mean, I I distinctly remember twenty four seven when I was working at twenty four seven, which was an internship I was doing uh, in Bangalore, and which was just before graduating. The technology stacks that we were working on were pretty different. from like it was implementing some open source software and being you know good at that versus now you that, all of that literally changed in fact even when i was at housing we went through an entire backbone.js to angular.js to react js kind of you know um we we, we moved stack or we learned about those things so i i just feel like things have been like i i think thing that you have to like take really look at is things are transient and that's what matters but yes i i do feel like uh, that that at that time android was becoming like super awesome and people were getting paid in fact i in fact i remember in housing itself as like and should i go into android or should i go into web development you know mm-hmm. those were choices and i was like what what's going to stay 10 years down the line both of them haven't become redundant but anyway Dude, like oh, when you were doing funny. all of your stuff at twenty four seven, which was like new technologies at the time, I was at a bank, so I was using technology that was twenty years old for that, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember, I remember the macro automation of all the yeah, I, yeah, super cool at that. <laughs> like it was twenty years old, and then from there I moved to housing, and I was like, what is happening here? This is not a technology stack that I've ever seen before. Fortunately, I was not a developer. I would have died as a developer at housing. Like that's the the whole bank stint is what made me realize I'm a very bad developer. This is not something I'm good at, and that's why I moved to product management. I feel. <laughs> but but okay. That's perfect sense. Good move. <laughs> good move. <laughs> you you've seen my code. You know it's crap. But <laughs> um, no, I think you used to score more than me in computer science courses. No, like, my computer no? science courses are all C's. Like my economics oh. is what saved me. Like in, in oh, I see. yeah. <laughs> I see. Okay. Cool. But but okay. Then like coming back to the original question. So stay updated with tech trends, but you don't need to be a developer. For sure, right? That's how you can build a. Uh, I mean, that's one dimension on which you can build your product, right? You can have strategy. You can have pricing. You can have like how do you. How do you build your product so that it gets adopted? You can think about pricing. You can think of um, like you can do it along a lot of business justification, like markets. You can go into a new market, uh, or you can come up with something, um, a, a mind-blowing idea for automating something. I don't know. You can go across so many things, but if you're not aware of the technology and the, and what's feasible, I guess um, it's hard. I think one more thing that it helps with, and it, it it's it's actually stated in a lot of forums also, uh, is um, you can. Uh, if you're in a meeting full of product managers or full of business people, and you don't have your engineer, of course, of course, those those kind of meetings, right? And you don't have your engineering counterpart in that meeting, uh, and they're like, "Hey, so what do you think? Do you think it's feasible?" And if you have a good sense of whether it's a three-month thing versus a three-year thing versus you know something like that, I think at least you will not waste time, and you can answer that question on the spot. Of course, your engineering manager will push back after that and say, "Like, hey, you thought it was three months; it's easily six. And I'm like, "That's solvable," but at least you wouldn't be clueless in those meetings. Yeah, uh, you have to do that 
EMPM dance a little bit. Right? Yeah, like, you have to do that dance. Because they are like, yeah, this will be done, and you're like, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah exactly but giving that estimation and having that logical conversation uh, around feasibility in uh, in uh, with with folks who don't have as much visibility into your product is um is always a plus point mm. yeah okay so then that that kind of brings me to the second degree question that i mostly get right which is uh, so you and i are both product managers like very few product managers don't have an mba you and i are both people who don't have an mba uh do you feel like that puts you at a disadvantage uh yeah this i i get this question a lot <laughs> uh, i ask question a lot uh i actually went through a journey uh when it comes to whether i should do an mba or not and honestly i still haven't like written it off or something i haven't said that i won't do an mba um for context i have done to for our listeners um <laughs> i have done a, a bits dual degree in computer science and economics so i do have an a masters degree in in some ways oh. um <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah that, that's all i say about my masters degree <laughs> but i do have one uh but having said that i uh i i i come from I, i my dad is someone who went to iim amdavad and um because of that I, this is not a brag this is more like i am so uneducated in my family <laughs> when it comes to going to prestigious colleges and stuff and he has always pushed that you know pushed me to go ahead and do an mba because he thinks it's going to really help with um shaping me uh shaping my personality shaping my soft skills making me more competitive and ad- ambitious and basically giving me all the knowledge uh that is required to run a business right that's why you go to do an mba along with other networking and uh, other stuff um i uh asked a lot of folks when i joined flipkart i joined as an associate product manager and that came with two years of pretty hands on training where i moved from one team to another uh like i must have done five to six projects in the two years that i was an apm and i learned a lot of things hands on and a lot of people coached me and that was really that was a very enriching experience so i happened to have a lot of mentors at flipkart and i asked a lot of people whether i should do an mba or not and a lot of folks were like the way you're progressing right now like the amount of product you've learned hands on if you go to an mba college i we don't know how much product related work you'll learn in your mba and i was like okay fine and then what's new to learn there there are some courses like this finance which i could have simply learned in my economics degree but i chose not to and <laughs> uh, other subjects that can really help you and like teach you more about an organization uh, i i decided that i'll start reading up more of that on the side uh, and learn mb like learn product management hands on continue to do that and that's my journey um like also uh, arindam who is um who's uh, who's a, who was at flipkart he's an amazing awesome product manager and he hired both pranav and me right uh, you and i or uh, in into flipkart he 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 advised me to go uh, do a class visit at harvard so i actually made a trip to us and mm-hmm. i went to stanford harvard <laughs> all of these absolutely non achievable colleges <laughs> i went there and i sat there for 
one class and i found it pretty appealing like you know to spend uh, an hour there with these intelligent folks and learning about like different things to do dif- different ways to do different things and i i found that pretty uh, uh, a very enriching experience but i still thought that that might not be worth the two years um of uh, the, that i can you know like i i i thought um trying for other companies directly rather than going through the mba route and then applying for google san francisco or google bay area would uh, might be a longer path and yeah it does, it may not work out so I, but i still haven't said that i i still don't think that it's I've, i've like i won't ever do an mba or i won't go back to college i think there's always lots of learning to do like i said the only thing that's there is like you can keep evolving yourself so i, I do want to learn more but i feel that a hands on uh, this is my experience uh, a hands on pm experience works pretty well i'm not sure about the mba route and i'm not sure about the return on investment there so i still have like a major fomo of not doing an mba right like every six months i'm like yeah maybe i should but then like when i moved to europe happens to me all. yeah <laughs> like a lot of my perspective changed after i moved to europe because MBA is not that big a deal here. Like in India, in the US, yeah, most people in product have an MBA. Europe is not like that. In, first, in terms of having that computer science degree, and then next, in terms of an MBA. And like Europe has some really good product managers, right? Like it's it's not like because they don't have a computer science degree or they don't have an MBA, they're like side as compared to product managers in US or India, right? So then, like yeah, if you can have really awesome people working at really awesome places. without an mba or a comsci degree then yeah achievable um then then like the third one that i get a lot is i'm not in product but i want to move to product <laughs> and so i like i never did this right like i've always been in product i got hired out of undergrad into product how do people get into product management these days like i'm i'm sure this undergrad thing is not happening anymore <laughs> yeah i know it's really hard uh it's it's hard because it's it's not many schools actually teach you product management uh, there there are some courses like i know a product manager who uh, was in flipkart went to carnegie mellon to learn product management because they have a specialized specialized course on that um but um i guess a lot of folks actually move through business and they're in business analytics functions um which can i mean that's that's like the starting part of product management like you know when you're managing a product one of the things that you kind of do is um you go do some market research or some number crunching mm-hmm. in case you're a driven people uh, data driven product manager a lot of folks are um not data driven but okay oh um, my god i so want to pick your brain on this one statement right like, oh no please uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i want to speak my thought here <laughs> So yeah, uh, I think business analysts. I, I know business analysts who converted product management roles because um, they were able to showcase product ac- management acumen or decision decision making through an- analyzing data and analyzing qualitative or quantitative data. So that worked out. Uh, I, I see s- uh, software engineers also becoming product managers, but that's more like your homegrown. You you understand product management. Uh, so, uh, you understand your product. Sorry. uh and uh, you have opinions about uh how um you you understand the user pain and you have an opinion about where your product should go um and that helps you uh, make some product management decisions and that's that's an easy way into get, getting into product management i i i feel that when 
folks are hiring product managers um, of course every employee in the company is super important but when folks are managing pro- hiring product managers they are also looking for um a bad hire could be a could could drive the motivation of that team down because you have to really that sometimes you have like it's not true for all things but at least it's true for me my truth is that I, sometimes when my product is not working well i can't sleep at night like yeah. it's like how do i this problem so that kind of motivation that kind of love for your user or problem space or product uh, really drives you and drives the team um so i i, I see that uh switching internally within a team is can be easy because you can do what you can spend 20% of your time on a product management thing you can get mentored by your product manager and that seems to be easy but having said that a lot of of like i've given this advice to a lot of people but some of them also said that their managers might not be open to this because yeah. they're kind of like their managers might retaliate and i i i totally feel that but I, at least if you're in a big organization i think these these options might be open for you where you want to try product management or you can just work you can just like tell your product manager and and product managers already always have so much work to do that they easily will have a nice intern project for you so they yeah. will easily give you some <laughs> stuff like, and please take half my work what, here it is like yeah exactly what's 5% of your time it's friday afternoon just like mm-hmm. do it for like on a friday afternoon just sit and do this rather than something else and um that's one way to do it another way to do it is uh, startups are more inclined to hire product managers uh, that ha- that have previously not been product managers but for that one you need to crack the interview and second there's a chance that at startups you will not learn product management um through mentors uh, folks might not have time to groom you on that which is which has its own pros and cons mm. but uh, that's also one way that people do it so i'll answer your question yeah i mean I these are the ways in which yeah. i think people become product managers but like i feel like organically i feel like since the time we became product managers things have changed so much like it's so much more difficult to become a product manager now also because you have so many product managers in the market right that are looking to move so yeah, like true for sure you yeah. always have an experienced alternative to the position that you're hiring which could have been a fresher right so it's like yeah. so many product managers who want to change that anyone who is not a product manager is like oh, no. yeah that is true that is correct and also like, mm-hmm. yeah yeah like also for people who are earlier in their careers and don't have as much experience right like i feel like a lot of times like a software developer who's been a software developer for 5 6 years and then they've done some product stints would still be seen as a better hire than like someone who's fresh out of college and wants to start product right so i feel like the earlier you are in your career the more at a disadvantage you are as a would be product manager which that's is kind of sad <laughs> yeah that's a little trick i hadn't thought about it that way that is pretty eye opening but like it's kind of sad no like we we don't get fresh perspective then like we're getting stale as a profession just okay it's, it sounds a lot more nihilistic i'm sure it's not that bad but <laughs> i guess that's why they have apm programs yeah. um I think one reason why I, Suraj, who was uh, my manager at Flipkart, oh, brilliant guy. Hope he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's listening as well, and I hope like that this goes viral. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually explained the uh, mathematics behind it also a little bit. He's like, why would you wait for um, an excellent person who's getting out of an engineering college or a top design college or an architecture college um, in India? 
at that time. I mean, he, he was even tell, telling it in the context of India. Um, why would you let that person get out, um, give cat, get an MBA, and then hire that person from IIM at a higher, you know, mm. or the same salary, whichever way. Uh, just short, short circuit that process and find that person in the graduate degree itself and groom them to be product managers because you can groom them better than IIM, which would be more generalistic in their approach. Mm. Um, that was his point. And he was like, that. that's how he justified, he, he, he kind of justified like why APM program that way. And I thought that was an interesting uh, way to look at it. Yeah, and like, APM programs are also good because you're fresh out of university, you have hardly any other commitments and you can just like slog at this, right? Like, I remember my birthday used to be 14, 15, like <laughs> same for yours, right? Like 14, 15, 16 hours of work, we did that for two years, we came off as better product managers. Uh, but like, those were hard times, like... I agree. I, I nightmares about Flipkart's login flow that I was redesigning. <laughs> and like, fuck, it, it was so bad. I, I used to have nightmares with buildings burning in the middle of a login flow. So like, not pleasant. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I yeah, we, we used to stay at Kadubi Sinahalli, yeah. which was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> our office in Kadubi Sinahalli, which was in the middle of nowhere. There were no roads also that would take yeah. you to any place. Way. and the little that they were there was there was so much traffic that you'd never go so all we would do is wake up beat the traffic and get to office <laughs> and <laughs> work there the and come out last <laughs> so that you, the traffic has beaten you and, and like, like beat you know, the traffic walk. used to be like a 10 minute walk and we couldn't walk because no road right <laughs> so like you have to <laughs> But, but, uh, I remember the day I felt that I had become a product manager was like, um, Flipkart used to have this big billion day thing, which was like seven days of just people almost living in office and, yeah. uh, like business nice. used to soar. It was like a Black Friday thing. Um, I remember one day when I was living in office for already like 48, 72 hours, like a dev had woken up, woken me up at two in the morning, like in office. And he'd asked me to make a decision and like, I just went super autopilot on it. Like, like the entire flow is there and like, you know, what's going to happen if this, if that. And then like, you can do that whole thing when you've just gotten up from sleep in a minute and give a decision. That was the time I realized, okay, now my frameworks are in place. Now I can be a product manager. That's awesome. <laughs> I, interesting you mentioned BB, Big Billion Days because I, I, I always felt like I'm out there, but I, 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 there, like I can't, it, it's a, it's a feeling of, uh, it's interesting that you made a decision during BBD, uh, big billion days. Um, because I always felt that I was there, but even if something went up or something went down, like uh, on a metric, uh, I, I felt pretty helpless. Like I can't do anything, especially in the search team where like you had to keep the search service up because yeah. you know, you're going to be hit to it. It's like, it's, it's the equivalent of like, a Black Friday sale and the gates just opening and people are just going to rush yeah. in and they're gonna, the first thing that they're going to break is your search engine. <laughs> and your homepage. Homepage sometimes acts like a, you know, barrier and just like yeah. tries to, yeah, but then some, some people search. <laughs> they don't look at that big banner and they search and it's possible that you'd break it. And I, I feel like so helpless sometimes. I used to be so helpless sometimes that I am in this uh, place where even if it goes down, touch wood for the next billion, big billion days uh, <laughs> I can't do much about it anyway yeah. that was just me <laughs> yeah like so we had like very different big billion day experiences like, I was doing front end UX right? <laughs> this whole 
graceful failure strategy that said, okay, if this much load, then just cut these things off of the home page and then it will function. For you, that wasn't an option. A search is a search. So how much can you... Okay, okay. So like moving on from past lives, what is fun about product for you? What is fun? I think... I think it's generally the challenge of it. Like if if your problem space or... Uh, is is challenging enough or you've artificially applied some challenges on yourself. Like, you know, if your problem space is easy, you can constrain your resources or something like that. Um, I think uh, I like how you can think of different innovative solutions to solve a problem. And I I think that's really the most exciting part about it uh, for me. Like, I I never get bored. Uh, Mm. I just... This this past week has been pretty interesting for me because I look at we we've been uh, working through the 2021 plans and I, I, I first of all I can't believe that we actually made a plan for 2021 uh, given how 2020 went like you know <laughs> it's like why I have I have because we got hit hit with it in Feb right Feb and March mm. which is like all of our plans just went like straight out of the window, doesn't matter, focus change, etc. You're telling um, me I work in travel. Obviously, it was not so, uh, uh, some short-term plans got changed, obviously, uh, not as much. But but Chrome OS also had a pretty phenomenal year. Uh, we had to change, yeah, we had to uh, change priorities a little bit, but uh, we did have we did have a um, different year, and the the year the, the way the year progress did affect our uh, planning a lot. But yeah, we went through this entire planning exercise, and um, I have my whole plan published. I don't have to do anything. And last week, I'm talking to um, someone in leadership, and I'm like, uh, yeah, so that plan that was there, right? <laughs> it feels like I execute everything on it so i want to do something more and they're just looking at me they're gaping at me and i'm like yeah. i want to do more i want i want more problems like you know can we do more about this and, and, and that's what's like the minute it just starts getting like everything is sorted and everything is fun you obviously have so much more to do uh that i i that's that's how that's what drives me like every time i see a bad reddit comment or a bad twitter you know it's, I, I used to I, I still kind of do this but um if there's someone on twitter who's just like written something about your product i just take oh, a screenshot yeah. and send it off talking about it's not coming from me it's coming from someone <laughs> we do something about this kind of a thing and uh, i think that kind of like, like motivates me motivates the team uh, that that's that's what I love about pro- product management. It's like um, you're the owner of you can decide what you want to do, and if you're driven enough, it'll just you'll never be bored. It's like mm. being in a very good relationship, you know, like with a crazy person or something like that. They <laughs> move <laughs> <laughs> Product management is like a relationship with a crazy person. Okay, this yes. is gonna be your quote for the day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so product management for me, the best part of product management to be for me is. Uh, Equivalent to a toxic relationship. There, I said oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna like do my last uh, question for you. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. so, like, I have these things planned, but then you're so good at organic conversation that it just flows. Okay. Woohoo! Uh, Yay! <laughs> Must write that in my prompt. It's coming up <laughs> next week. 
Okay, okay, okay. Tell about uh, Google Vibe. What's it like? Google what? Life. Vibe, like in general, like what's the culture like? What does it feel like in general? Ah. ah, I see. Uh, uh, somewhere in my contract, I've signed a non-disclosure agreement. I, I know, think. like no, like go with. <laughs> I, 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 Go with like statements, like fun people that, learning. That that sort of a generic spiel. I don't want to know like where you sit and like. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I'm just like basically the fact that I'm telling you this itself gives you a, a an insight into the vibe. <laughs> But Google uh, is an extremely fun place to work at. Um, it's uh, it's extremely efficient. Um, I love. a couple of things that i have um tried to learn along the way uh one of them is the stress on simplifying stuff for example like if you want to tell a story if you want to tell something about you know why you want to build something you can go through your entire journey you know i i i you know i did did this work i did this i i figured out i spoke to these many users i spoke to devs i spoke to business you know and and all of these numbers came through and this is my calculation this is the formula i applied and now this is the solution and i think one thing that i've been taught over here is like you can cut through all the effort that you put in and just talk about what matters what are you trying to i, I so i completely whenever i'm writing a sentence or even an email or making a presentation or something i just sometimes ask myself devika is what are you trying to say is it just that one sentence is that enough or have you just gone too convoluted so that's 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 something that i have learned like soft skills in general mm-hmm. um and i i think i'm nowhere close to being as awesome as my peers uh it's it's something that people learn over time and uh, how to be concise and how to be like simple i i think every deck or or like most decks that i see in google uh could be about anything under the sun and from start to finish if i read it if i have no context about that technology or that product i still somehow understand or take away something so i think that's one thing that's really powerful and uh, that speaks very highly of the caliber of the folks that are there uh the second thing is just the culture and how much uh, folks have respect for each other um you can always disagree with someone agreeably and i yeah i i i think that's really really important because you can tell some everyone's good intentioned everyone's pretty smart that's why they're like in that room if you just trust those two things um you'd be able to treat them more like you'd be be able to be in their shoes and understand why they're saying what they're saying and i think it's it's you know it's just empathy right mm. uh, empathy in a conversation and or just just like you extend it to your users You'd, or rather you try to extend it to your users it's really hard to do it but uh, in a similar way you can do it for your colleagues also and i think everyone just respects each other a lot and uh that's that's my experience so far oh, and the yeah. food is good the food is really oh. I, i love <laughs> <laughs> like so i i, I my purpose that was like my thing okay like oh my god this food <laughs> Oh, it's it's completely gourmet. So I I have a couple of things over here. So uh, in in Australia and Sydney, we've been fortunate enough to be able to go into the office every once in a while. Uh, last week they restarted their desserts, 
which is mm. awesome like yeah. best friday ever <laughs> and i have moved away from uh, i used to stay close to the office before but i've moved away because work from home happened and even though my commute is like 2 two and a half hours a day uh, going and coming combined i still uh, whenever i have the rotation and whenever i can go into office i go into office just so that someone takes care of the food and the coffee for me so wait, yeah. you're now so, living at like what you're living at at a beach right you're living at like bondi beach or what like because i keep seeing those photos oh my god you actually moved to a beach yeah yeah this this, this beach right outside it's, it's the bondi beach uh, i think uh, it's it's an extremely lively beach where uh, people jog and surf and i don't know what not every morning yeah. uh, one of the one of the things that has been a positive factor over here is uh, my how close i am to nature i actually wake up at at at, at dawn like i i watch the sunrise and that's like my favorite part of the day and that i think it's really amazing staying in sydney so, you are one of the lucky ones who has summer right now like it's snowing outside here uh, and like uh, like knee deep snow uh, so forget beaches like i can't step out to do grocery right now <laughs> it's horrible yeah yeah folks have been sending me snow pictures i i got some from cia this morning uh but yeah uh, northern hemisphere <laughs> this northern hemisphere. i think snow is cool too but yeah I mean, literally but yeah <laughs> Okay I feel like we're now moving to a more gen part of conversation so we should just like stop recording and uh <laughs> close in on the product pieces this has been see like we can do free form we didn't have to plan this we're, we're good at this <laughs> Okay I'm Are you cutting this up Yes I am cutting no I'm not cutting that last bit out but now I'm stopping okay okay bye